I don't like that that hair on your face. It's like, all right, Grandma, I can handle that. I like yeah, that. Yeah, constructive criticism, Grandma. Okay. I like opinions. Come in hot, Grandma. You can come in hot with something that's just like, boom. She's just like, I like it. Yeah. She's like, She's like, like her it. soul patch is still in? I was like, no, Grandma, yeah. they are not. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. Most awesome and Brandana Sports Podcast coming at you as we always do. And we have a dynamite episode 248 for your eardrums. Guys, do us a favor. Please, please subscribe. Leave five stars. Tell a friend. Just send me an email at mavsportspodcast at gmail.com. I'm Brandana with me, as always, blue from blue. Most awesome. Oh, I was trying to do an ultimate warrior. I know, buddy. You're getting pretty fired I was up. Getting, I was getting, I was getting juiced. <laughs> Then you, then you then you had to remind me of then then I had to, I had to drop the old uh, we're doing random drug testing warrior <laughs> and it just I'm all just this... shaking the pot arm <laughs> yep deflating the balloon uh happy 2023 <laughs> happy bro. 2023 to you too sir and we've been doing that I know we usually count it around March but this is our I think this is our fourth New Year's on the pod together third I, I think you're right yes I think, I think fourth, fourth New Year's yeah I think it's fourth it's wild yeah it's crazy right. Again. Here yeah. we are. Uh, how's the the kids stay up for the ball drive? Let's see, you're East Coast. I guess it's midnight yes. no matter what coast you're on. This is usually is there... how New Year's works. <laughs> it's like West Coast. When, when is New Year's happening on the West Coast? Uh, still midnight. Still, still midnight. midnight. It's still good. midnight. It's going yeah. Uh, but still still a little soon for them to stay up. But do you do anything at like 9 p.m. or something? You're just like, happy New Year's or we'll see you in 2023 in the morning? Yeah, you know what? I was talking to. I got my haircuts on Monday, and I was Monday. To, I know Monday, yep, third Monday. Monday, every three Mondays, no, every five. You're close. Five, five, every five, five Mondays. Five yep. Um, but uh, but yeah, she was saying like, oh, I hear like parents do this thing where they like basically like fake the ball drop at like nine, right? So they can mm. go to bed, and they kids all get the streamers, and they think it's the real deal, and then they shuffle them off the bed, and then. The parents have the the real party. We're not we're not doing that. We're yeah. We're just like all right. Time to go to bed. We'll see you in the and see you in the morning. It'll be twenty twenty three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just yeah. like this is an adult holiday. You don't need to yeah. partake in all of them. You're not doing Valentine's yeah. Day. Like this time, you're just <laughs> right. like sitting out. Like it's fine. And it's also there's enough bamboozling with kids. Like Santa Claus is real. The Tooth Fairy is real. The Easter Bunny is just like. Do we need like another like? I yeah, I'm spend? so with you on that. I am over the trickeration. I don't need yeah. any more trick plays. We just yep. came off Elf from the Shelf. We just came off Santa. We got yeah. the tooth fa- fairy that's ever present. Mm-hmm. It's fucking enough. Like, I'm not yeah. stunt casting fucking New Year's anymore. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to you just, know what I mean? I just be honest with my kid one time, sometime right. between the month of Thanksgiving and Easter. Like, that'd be fantastic. Right. Yeah. But uh, Kamishette, she, she was on the IR, injured reserve. A little food poisoning, uh, oh. I think, coming out both ends. Oh. And came at me fourth quarter right toward the end so i missed a lot of the michigan because i i got a little oh. bit of vomit on me dang <laughs> yeah that's all right that, though that's when the real i mean patience as parents like i like i just think about like what it is like the commitment and it is those things where it's just like that becomes the top priority like no matter what you're watching like it's just like a kid it's like that's like up there and like you can't explain it's just like if you could just Hold down that vomit for like three and a half minutes until we just at least get this commercial break. They're gonna rattle off a bunch of timeouts. Is that possible? Like that's not gonna register. Right, right. But, yeah, I mean, probably get your, get your internal clock going with the with the game clock, Commissioner. What are you doing? Yeah, it sounds like a tough hang no matter where you were at. Sick, sick yeah. kid or watching the end of that game. But we yes. will get into that as 
we will many other things Ooh. on your first podcast of 2023 guys it is jam-packed for 248 we're doing riff from the headlines we're talking nfl week 17 gonna do below the fold gonna talk michigan football Damas, future of jim harbaugh where's he going gonna hit that inbox gonna spend a little time in there neapolitan showdown talk worst haircuts bro maybe that we're gonna talk our worst haircuts <laughs> update each other on some looks we sported that might have been a mistake and then we're going to finish as we always do with our mvp of the week ladies and gentlemen you're our power it starts now extra extra read all about it i'm talking front page story all over the world it shook up men women boys and girls the headlines there if you want to be rich then you better make sure that you got your shit come on all right, buddy. Rip from the headline. NFL Week 17. Why are we talking about that this week, brother? Oof. Uh, a lot of ins and outs in the playoffs. A little somber note that Week 17 ended on. We're recording this as the uh, you know the, the very sad thing with Demar Hamlin um, for the Buffalo Bills. He's still in serious condition. Hopefully, that means he's on the men. But we're we understand the the gravity of that situation but we're gonna we're gonna try and keep it light and talk about football and you know and some of the the playoff angles and things like that yeah buddy uh right now what we have looking at if the playoff started today in the afc chiefs have the bye we have uh a two seven matchup which would be bills patriots a three six matchup which would be Bengals ravens and a four five which would be jaguars chargers nfc eagles still control that one spot 49ers moved up to the two spot. They'd be a two seven against the Seahawks. Uh six three Vikings, Giants, five four Buccaneers, Cowboys. So some of these are locked in. So let's look at these playoff spots that we have left and then we'll take a look at the games. Mm-hmm. Uh the Giants are in, the Cowboys are in. So the seventh seed, seventh seed in the NFC is still up for grabs. And that is floating between Green Bay, Detroit, and Seattle. So for Detroit to get in, they need to beat. So Detroit is playing Green Bay Sunday night. Yeah. Got so Detroit would, to the Sunday night game too. Yeah, so it'll be what we're wrapping up with with no Monday night game. So Detroit would need to beat Green Bay and also would need that Seattle loss. So that is kind of interesting because if they are that last game, we'll know the outcome of that Seattle's Ram game going into that Sunday night. It was game. the one thing that drew my ire a little bit because for the Lions fans that are out there, you know, like. I wouldn't say that this Lions team would just be like, ah, oh, we don't have anything to play for. You know what yeah. I mean? Even Dan Campbell said he's like, we're either we're playing to get into the to the um uh the uh playoffs or we're playing to be spoilers and finish with a winning record. So like I think that there's enough, you know, carrot dangles on either side of that equation. But I really would have liked to have more drama of like kickoff Seattle and Rams, 425, kickoff. Green Bay and have them going at it and having a lot of, I know the NFL is trying to stretch the, the eyes and making sure that, you know, there's something to watch it at the eight twenty five game. So they're, that's why they're doing it. But I, I really wish they would have just played them at the same time. So we could have like learned at the very end is, is who's going to be getting that final spot all in kind of one crescendo. Yeah, it's interesting, like, looking at that. Because right now, uh, to finish out the scenario, so Green Bay controls their own destiny. If Green Bay yep. wins, they're in. Yep. Uh, Seattle obviously needs to lose for Detroit to have a chance. And if Seattle does lose, then it's just the winner of that Detroit-Green Bay game. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I wonder if there's a better game they could have put there. Maybe Cincinnati-Baltimore? 
So who's playing? Because who do we have Saturday night? Saturday night, I think, is Jaguars Titans, right? Yes, which is yeah. for the division, which is that's that's going to be a yeah. good kind of like kickoff to the to the season or the uh, the start of week eighteen. It's so still like difficult to say week. It 18. is. I mean, it's so weird. I mean, I don't know when we're going to get over it. It's uh, maybe it's just like it's just ingrained in us. It, we're, we've gotten past it with the San Diego Chargers and the Oakland Raiders. Like we've gotten closer to Commanders were not too bad, but week eighteen just feels weird saying it. Yeah. Especially it was like an even number 16. So, okay, we're old timers. You guys get it. You get it. Uh, you get it. Yeah. So uh, they're fine for that. On the AFC side, we have um, one more spot up for grabs. We still need to see who wins the division, which we said we'll find out Saturday night between the Jacksonville Jaguars, Tennessee Titans, winner of that. Uh, we'll get that uh, fourth seed as the division winner. Uh, the last playoff spot, Chargers are in, Ravens are in. The last playoff spot, as far as the seventh seed, is between the Patriots, the Dolphins, the Steelers have a shot. Yeah, crazy. I just don't. How insane is it that the Steelers? I mean, the the Steelers are very having a, a very Lions esque kind of. Although they don't feel like as like dominant, they feel like they're really like putting it with like shoestring and gum, like the, this win record. Yeah, I think just because the Lions have been so much more dramatic, and I think we expected things out of the Lions, and the yes. Steelers who really didn't. And so no. the Steelers were kind of quiet. They went through some quarterback changes. It just like it looked like they were trying to kind of get their lineup. And they, you know, they're in a division that we expected to be uh, a little tougher. You know, I think we expected the Browns to, um, you know, maybe tread water, maybe take a bigger leap when uh, they got the piece of shit quarterback back. Uh, <laughs> the Bengals took a little while to get started. Actually, lost to the. They lost that Steelers game, right? That opener. Bengals. Yeah, Steelers, they did. I think that was that weird field goal. Game. Missed, yeah, I missed that extra point. Yeah, field goals back and forth. And then, um, yeah, and the Ravens without, you know, without Lamar never really kind of looked like the powerhouse they could have been. So yeah, the Steelers quietly doing it. I mean, just, you know, Tomlin going to Tomlin going to find a way to, for sure. He was like, fuck you and your unders most awesome. I'm going to get a winning <laughs> record this year. Oh yeah. You guys tune in uh, next week to episode 249. We'll take a look at our over unders and see what we hit. Got some, some, some are still in place. Some are very, <laughs> very, very active. In play. We're doing all right though. I mean, I think we're going to land yeah. above 500, right? Absolutely. We are. Okay. Absolutely. <laughs> You're like are. everybody slow down. You're like, some of us are <laughs> one of us on this podcast are, <laughs> and it's not the, <laughs> not the one that has a gambling corner named after him. Somebody's going to do all right. <laughs> Uh, so New England in the driver's seat right now, but they do have to go up against Buffalo. Um, Miami does have the tiebreaker over Pittsburgh. So if Miami beats the Jets, Buffalo loses to New England, then that would put Miami in. If Miami loses to the Jets, New England loses to Buffalo, Pittsburgh be- beats Cleveland, then that'll put Pittsburgh in. Because they're all sitting right at 8-8, eight and eight, and the tiebreaker goes New England first, Miami second, Pittsburgh third. Uh, I mean, Miami just really fell apart. What happened to this team? I mean, besides the obvious like quarterback roles, I know we talked about it a little bit. It felt like to a uh, concussion, you know, protocol aside that he was sniffed out a little bit. Maybe their strength of schedule kind of in the middle of their wasn't really that good, but they had a little bit of swagger that just seemed to completely evaporate. Yeah, I think it's just like you can't have too much like tumultuous off off field stuff for a team to really stay like focused in and then Tua getting dinged up the second time you know that game i mean he should have probably come out it's there, there's like a from that hit where he took where he basically fell and clunked his head on the back his back of the head like he threw three picks pretty much consecutively in that game there 
and never looked solid. And then they just, they just Teddy Bridgewater. I don't, I'm not sure if he's the right fit for Miami. They went to that Skylar Thompson, who's a rookie. I just think quarterback play is really like that offense is still, still trying to figure some things out. And once they get a rhythm, like they had early on the season, they're pretty fucking lethal, but they just can't get out of the starter blocks like a hundred percent. And, and, you know, it's really tough watching them right now because that offense just has no rhythm. And then the defense, which I thought at the beginning of the season, that was going to be the, their kind of stalwart as they learned the each other, that they were going to lean on their defense a little bit. The defense just can't get, even with the Chubb addition, just seem can't really get stops and, you know, make plays. This team, this team is, if I'm, if I'm the, if they win out somehow and get into the playoffs, I'm, if I'm Buffalo, I am stoked to have them at home. Absolutely. Yeah. Give me, give me Miami. Like, I don't know yeah. who, like, if you had to make your list of like least feared teams going into the playoffs, I think it has to be like probably Vikings first. Oh, come and on. Like, it's Dol- it's Dolphins first, <laughs> then v- Vikings. Vikings. And then, yes. Then what? Buccaneers? <laughs> give me the, give me the Buccaneers. Oh, uh, you take, oh, do you take the, but yeah, Tamp, Tampa Bay? You're going to take Tampa Bay over, you, you like that? Uh, are you not going to do that? Yeah, I would. Yeah, I would take. Yeah, Vikings are Vikings are a powder keg. I mean, I can't wait to. I mean, I'm definitely going to smash them like on their first matchup because everyone's going to be so low on them. Where like, I mean, you forget. I mean, there's some games they look. They can get off to some sluggish starts, and I know like a lot of close, but they do. They have firepower. Like, I mean, they do do have like an offense that can really start cooking. So, as long as this game is not a fucking night, bro. (laughs) If they just get this playoff game during the day, give me a one o'clock kickoff. Then I feel complete. Yeah. Give me, if you could give me this game on like a Tuesday afternoon, Tuesday morning, when just like nobody's watching, like that's, that's the sweet spot for the lie to London. No one's paying attention. (laughs) Kick that game off. Um, the thing is, is, I do like they get a little slump buster with Chicago. I wonder if Chicago is just going to sit Justin Fields. He got dinged up a little bit in that Detroit game. Not a lot of sense of playing him. So like, do they get a little, you know, Hey, we get one under our belts. to feel good about really just get dominant the Vikings this week and then head into the, the playoffs next week. Yeah, maybe, but I, I wonder if the Vikings like sit some people too. Cause I mean, now that they dropped out of that two spot, like 49ers own the tiebreaker. I don't really see us getting that three spot back. Let's see the 49ers real fast. Where let me click on who they're who they're even playing. The 49ers. 49ers are playing the Cardinals. So yeah. I mean, it's just like the Vi- the Vikings are pretty locked into that three at 12 and four because the four seeds are the box yeah. at eight and eight. So, I mean, they're not going to drop down there. So it'll be interesting to see. I mean, that makes me nervous because it's not like, you know, we're not talking about Andy Reid's chiefs here. Like the Vikings don't get better after sitting for a week. Like they almost need to right. just be playing to get that rust off of them. So, I mean, it, it'll be interesting to see like how full throttle the Vikings go in that game, but you're right. I mean, the Vikings problem all year, and this is, you know, they'll only be in the first round of the playoffs. So you won't have to hear me fucking talk about it anymore, but their problems <laughs> like they, like they haven't had like a, like a resounding win. Right, like probably their most like impressive win was that, like that Lions win, I guess, like at Detroit the, the when they com- like the, came back, and they come back in like but, all but, these but, games. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. That's the whole. That's like they we, we botched that game. The Lions botched that game. I think I'm looking at their schedule right now. I mean, dusted. I mean, by... Dolphin. We we had Dolphins without you know, uh, Tua wasn't in. We had Teddy Two Gloves. Um, yeah, you know, that, too close. Yeah, I mean Arizona. Uh, I mean, uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, there's really just not. Maybe Green Bay in the opening, the for, very for twenty three yeah. seven. But they were even. 
they could have blown the doors off that team. They should have, yeah. that, that should have been like a 42 to seven game. Yeah. You don't really have a one. You don't really. Yeah. I don't know. Dude. I mean, you let the Packers in the back door of this like playoffs. And I mean, they're going to, Oh my God. The NFC is wide open. I mean, they are like an Aaron Rodgers is going to carve out Kirk cousins heart. He's going to yeah, cut it out of his chest. Buzz saw it. Like, thank God. He's like round three. Let's go. Man. I almost like, I was looking, it's so fucking hard to fly into green Bay, but I was looking at tickets. Yeah. Like I wanted to go to this green Bay Detroit game Sunday night. Like I'm, it's still not off the table. Like I'm looking at, it's just like, if there's a time to see, you know, Aaron Rodgers play like for a playoff spot, like in Lambeau night game, a really fun Detroit lions game, like Detroit lions team. It's just like, yeah. this is, all right. You just talked you know, about I've told you I've been to Lambeau, right? No, I've driven yeah. past it. No, you I've been, saw a I've game been, there. Yeah. I saw the, I actually saw a game. Probably we took some clients to uh, a game there and, uh, it's it's like it's totally got a like old timey feel on the outside of the building. I was in, I was very impressed to see him inside. It was way more modern than I would was going to expect. Mm-hmm. Um, but like yeah, there's like residential houses like right across the street. It's yeah. really a weird vibe. Um, but yeah, we took some clients here, and actually we went and saw. It was like a week seventeen. It was like a nothing uh game against the lions and it was the first time the lions had won in lambo when they were this was matt stafford and they sucked and it was the first time the lions had won in lambo since like the mid 90s oh wow was, yeah and yeah. here i was taking packers fans as i was like yep. silently like rooting on yeah, <laughs> yeah covering like, your covering your face in that cheese i was like destroyed scored a touch i was like who wants a beer i'm gonna go get, get some beers <laughs> i need to like go and high five somebody for a second Matt to himself um all right, well, that's the <laughs> that's the matchups. Boom. Uh, yeah, so I guess um, so this final spot in the AFC, New England, Miami, Pittsburgh. I mean, who's the most interesting for you to get in there? New England. I, mean, Pitt- I, I think Pittsburgh would be the most fun. I don't know if I could watch a shitty offense Steelers like. <sighs> I, I, I for some reason I think like even though I was betting against the Patriots hard because of Matt fucking Patricia, it's really just my disdain for Matt Patricia. Um, I would love to see Bill Belichick get in because I think I think he would, I think he would change the energy of the playoffs. Like I think people would be like, oh shit, we fucking we let the fucking emperor back into the building. He's going to do some damage, and then drawing like I think a a Bills matchup, man, what a like. Because that would be it would be the Bills, correct? Because the the Chiefs yeah, own the tiebreaker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's gonna be like, all right, Bills, you got to put them to you got to put Bill to fucking bed. Can you do it? Playoff scenario, steel forged in the fire. Can you do it? I want to see that game because uh, I don't care about. The, I I think the the Dolphins, they're. I, I love we love Mike McDaniel's. We're big fan of his coaching, but I just think like this isn't the year. And then like the Steelers, like I don't, I don't think I think they're gonna get run up on. They they, they don't have the guns to score offensively. You need to score yeah. 20, 28 points against the Bills. Are you gonna be able to do it and fucking beat them? I don't think the Steelers can. So Patriots are the only one that give me like a little bit of like at least it'll be entertaining. Yeah, I take that. Yeah, just Bill Belichick doing his thing. He does kind of bring just a different element than all these other teams. Cause a lot of these AFC teams are, you know, it gets a little college football. It's just like, who's going to have the ball last, like just kind yeah. of exchange of blows going back and forth. 
and and I know it's a it's a tough take for me to root for Bill Belichick, but I'm zagging everybody. I'm oh. zagging. Zag. Old Zag MA. The Zagmeister. Uh, did you watch any of this Raiders Niners game? Uh I did not, but I saw some of the highlights. Still Garrett spinning. Stim. Spinning it. We got something here? I don't know. I mean, here here's the deal. He he was in New England. They moved on from him. So he knew McDaniels' offense. Everyone knew he had a he had a fucking gun. And and when they were still trying to figure out pre-Mac Jones post Tom Brady, there's a little hint when they had that kind of Cam Newton run. Little yeah. hint that Stidham could have come in there and put a stank on it. <laughs> put a Stidham stank on it. Start him up. Yeah, I guess that's why I assumed like this guy was not starting material. And maybe it, you know, I'm putting too much too much credit in Bill Belichick's eyes on who he decides to start and not start, you know, moving on from uh, mm-hmm. Grapple and all that stuff. But I just figured like if they're going on Cam Newton, they must have thought they didn't have anything there at all, like not even enough to at least let him, you know, start over Cam Newton, who you knew best case scenario, like gets you to the playoffs and that's about it. Yeah, and I do I I do think we need to caution ourselves on the Mike White effect of like backup quarterbacks coming in and being like we had it with Tyler Heineke a little bit. Mike White we've had it two years in a row we've been bamboozled by yep. by White. So I I I want to be Gardner Minshew Minshew mania was yep. put to put to bed fucking two weeks in a row. <laughs> yeah. I I don't I'm I I'm not I'm reserving the right to get a little excited. Brock Purdy might he might escape the pack. He might be good. Brock Purdy. He might be good. And it's just like again, I think we give a lot of credit to Shanahan too. I mean, just going yes. into that offense eventually, you're just like, all right, well, this is built for like it is just built for you to not fuck up. Like follow the yep. blueprint. Like yep. you'll you'll be fine. Like trusting that defense, even though he did have stepped a little bit. Yeah, you're right. I mean, like uh, I think somebody made like Sidham was definitely like just balling out in a way that it was just like, Hey, like this is, this is my audition. This is my calling card, but you're right. I think we've seen it more about just kind of that one time spark. And then we're just like, where the fuck did that go? Like, I can't believe we've been tricked where it just can't be like one game. I think if you did hang your hat on anything, it would have to be that he did this against the best defense in the league. That is something of note. I do want, I I do not discredit Stidham for doing that against, for dropping three three TDs on, I think it's the only other quarterback except for Josh Allen, was it? Or wait, who's the other quarterback? It was a like a, I forget, I forget who. There's only two quarterbacks. Drink and everybody. And yeah. This season to throw three TDs against the 49ers. Stidham hmm. and like a Hall of Famer, and I can't now remember who it was. But everyone's like, ooh, Stidham. Did He's got a fun name to say. Two ints, two ints, two Stidham, Stidham. I don't know. Drink everybody. It's drink everybody. You know what? Uh, I don't always need to be the authority on everything, guys. You don't. You Sometimes don't. I make mistakes too. It All happens. Right. So, so go easy on my friend MA over there. All right. All, All right. right. Who's your Super Bowl matchup in week 17? Oof. You remember like three weeks ago when I picked the fucking Dolphins against the 49ers? I'm yeah. a moron. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? No one would have seen that at the time. That's 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 a there, good oh, like. I like it. I like did, it. Didn't I? I hammered that under on the Dolphins, right? Mm. I did. I remember. Oh yes, you. Oh oh, on the wins totals, you mean? Yeah, 
Yep, yep, yes, yep, yep, you yep, did. Yep. That's one of the ones in question. You put a th- big old three Mabby dollars on the unders. And it was eight and, a, eight and a half was the over nine. under, right? It was nine. Nine? It's nine. So there, they were eight and three, my friend. Eight and three. And I held tight completely confident. That's bullshit. I wasn't completely confident. But here we are <laughs> at eight and eight. Worst case scenario, I push on this Dolphins team. Exactly. That's that's a win. That's a win at I'm eight and three. Um, so the, I gotta I gotta give the edge to the 49ers out of the NFC. I just I yeah. I worry that especially in that two I, seat. Yeah, I worry that the Eagles, although because the Eagles, I think, need to win. Don't they need to win in order to get I don't know what the tiebreaker looks like um for them to get the one spot. But man, if they lost and got the two spot, that would not be bueno to try and like rush Jalen Hurts back. Oh, or do they yeah, have it wrapped right. up? Do they have it wrapped up? Um, no, damn. We should know that. We should know who hold, holds that. Did the Eagles 49ers play shit? No. Cause this I think is... it then goes to, yeah, this is hot pod right here. My friend. Hot pod. Yeah. Hot so, I mean, Eagles are 13, three. It's just, yeah. Who has the tiebreaker over Eagles and Niners? Yeah. Head to head. Then best one loss time per tied percentage in games within the division. Oh no. Yes. Division record, right? It's head to head and then division record. Correct, and I don't believe they played this year. No, San Francisco is five and zero in their division. Philadelphia's three and two. So I think San Francisco would have the tiebreaker. They would, yes. So this is this is a this is an important game for uh, our friends there in uh, in Philly. And so, like, do they? You know, week eighteen, they're sitting at who do they play? Let's see. They play the Giants, and the Giants are supposed to be sitting everybody because the Giants aren't moving out of the sixth seed. Yes. And the Philadelphia Eagles are 14 point favorites. But would Dable just fuck them over just to just to just to hurt their chances? Let the <laughs> let the 49ers in. I don't know. You know what I mean? It's it's yeah. interesting because that is one of the sneaky things where I'm like, I'm not a big fan of especially a team like the Giants, like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Eh, but because they've kind of been there, like a week off is not the worst thing in the world. Sitting a pl- sitting yeah. all their stars. They've locked up the division. A week off is not going to kill them because they're, yeah. they need they need to get a little juice in the tank. Whereas the Giants, they're like, we don't – we've never exactly. been here before. We need the momentum. We need, 100%. 100% we need the agree. momentum. Yeah. So the, – but they're going to they're gonna pull them. I think it's probably, you know, probably the smarter thing to do kind of on paper because if you get a, a devastating loss to Saquon Barkley, like, not great. You know what I mean? But this – Philadelphia needs this bye week more than I think – Almost any team in football right now. Yeah, and they go to against the Giants. Yeah, it's just so it gets so weird that last week again. You know, yeah. NFL adding that extra game, doing that bullshit that's happening in the NBA, MLB. These leagues just have too many games. We're, we're just kind of we're right out there, just right out there, just slightly too many games. Could use exactly one less sixteen. So right, All so right. right now, San Francisco and Bills. I'm going Bills. San Francisco Bills. Um, I like that. I'm going to, man, I got to go San Francisco. I'll go San Francisco and Bengals. I just think the Cincinnati's, Cincinnati's Ooh. playing so hot. Cincinnati's so hot right now. So hot right now. Bengals are so hot. Give me, He's got give me three Niners wide receivers. I want to make this point about the, <laughs> about the Dolphins. You're right, man. The Dolphins need, they're built to be a high octane offense. You need a quarterback that could take advantage of that. I mean, you have, those are your wide that's receivers. Not Teddy, that's not Teddy too. That too is not. Mm-hmm. Uh, Teddy check down ain't gonna ain't doing you any favors. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, blow the fold. Sorry, bro. Let's get through this. Like ripping a fucking band-aid. Michigan football. What it. the fuck, fuck happened against it. ECU? What happened? 
Uh, I feel so bad because you hit me up early in the game. You're like, I'm all in, all in buddy. All right fucking <laughs> in. I think I did caps and exclamation points, and I sent it twice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You did. <laughs> you did. You were really fucking... Uh, where to begin? So, it, I mean, first off, I thought Donovan Edwards was going to the house on that 54-yarder. I was like, perfect. This is going to be the name of the game. Yeah. And then... Speaking of momentum, then we we get down to it, get within the two-yard line, fourth and two. Jim Harbaugh runs down, calls a timeout, then comes out with the fucking Philly special. Mm-hmm. Terrible play call. Totally against yeah, our identity. You're, you're like, yeah, that's, that's a departure from your identity. So you were yep. – that's what you're saying? You 100%. Understand. Yeah. It's just not like – they're not a trick play team. It's not what the favorite does. It's not that the, the team that's supposed yeah. to win. It's just like, we don't have to go deep. This isn't a kitchen sink game. This is us playing football. Good luck. Exactly. And also then it's like, all right, well, then we just back you up on the two-yard line, worst case scenario, yard, yard and a half, somewhere in there. We If, if we don't get it, you're pinned fucking down. This way, you get a, you know, a, a Colston Loveland, a freshman tight end on the lease, a true freshman, trying to make a play like as the TCU defense which was i know they gave up like 45 points and so it sounds weird was much better than i fucking even thought they were going to be i gave them much i i dismissed them way more than i initially the michigan thought. d no 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 the tc oh the tc oh got it got it yeah, yeah, no no sorry. no you didn't okay no no yeah, that's my bad my bad um but yeah so then you give them you know fucking like 12 yards on that as he's trying to Loveland's trying to make a play on the Philly special because they read it. They saw it exactly the way it was going to be. The DB stayed home, didn't go with the reverse, saw the quarterback leaking out. And I was like, oh, fuck it. I'm staying here. And we took their only play away or they took our only play away. So that was right off there. Hated that call. I said it in the, in the game. I was like, I hated that call because that gave them a little bit of juice. We were just fucking smoking their, their defense and then we gave them a little bit of momentum. Then you know we have a pick six, fucking they're fired up. Their their offense is moving on it. And yeah. then you know we had the uh, the unfortunate reversal of a TD call, which was terrible, garbage. Well, I mean, I mean, there's yeah, I mean, I think we can break it down. Somebody was saying like it didn't matter. I think you can break it down to like, I think there's like three plays that stick out in my mind, and I'm gonna do the the fumble and the reversal is just kind of the same play. I'm just calling yep. that as like one thing, yep. but it's like breaking down to like three things for me. That was just like the, these three things go the other way. Like Michigan wins the game. Like if, if they call that a touchdown, like Michigan wins the game to me, that second pick six doesn't happen. Michigan wins. And the third and seven in the fourth quarter, when the guy misses the tackle in the field, when it's just like, I think it's just like a wheel route in the flat on third and seven. And oh, the, the TCU, TCU guy? Yeah. And he breaks on and the sideline? Yeah. Yeah, and it goes like 70 yards. And it was just like, if he just grabs his feet, because also like TCU's playing a little a little scared there. Like they're trying to like gobble up some clock like they're, and I think Michigan had like forced like a couple three and outs in a row, or at least like the last one had been a three and out. So like the defense was showing back up a little bit. And just to give up that gigantic play, it was just like, man, every time Michigan like, poked their head in and got a little bit closer. Like it was mm-hmm. just like, they just ran out of time. You know, I mean, it's the cliche. Like you put one more quarter in that game and, you know, Michigan wins. It's just like, they just couldn't quite fucking 
stopped yeah. shooting themselves in the foot every time they got close. Yeah, they just they just yeah they had a lot of yeah the the touchdown fumble was was just awful it was literally like devastating because yeah, you could feel it too. I I really felt like on that snap I was like they're gonna fumble this. Fight. What is it about on fumbling on the one yard line? It's not like it's not the reverse. Like you're not on the goal line with the end zone behind you. You have like yeah. literally all the space you need behind you. Like none of this shit should change. Well, and I said it in the text thread too, and I was like. It's the worst call too because you're you're taking a converted Khalil Mullings who had the the jump pass in the Ohio game, but we've we converted him from linebacker to running back to be our like short yardage guy because Blake Corum was was injured, and then you line him up so you take a a guy that isn't comfortable 100 playing fucking running back and you line him up in the fullback spot which is two yards, three yards closer to the line of scrimmage. And you try and do a really quick ball exchange and get him to go like grab the ball, full momentum into it. And he just fucking missed it. It's like yeah, the, the dumb thing of like the wide receiver, like on the, the screen pass, like not watching the ball. Cause he's looking to see where the defenders mm-hmm. are. It's equivalent to that, except the worst case scenario. Now it's a live ball. It's not a, it's not an incomplete pass. And now it's a live ball. And it just, bounce right into the hands of fucking the TCU defender, which is awful. I mean, it was just a, that, again, it's a bad call. It's like, I get it. Donovan Edwards had a broken hand. So you're worried about him fumbling the ball. Then do what TCU is doing a variation of that and do the like guy lines up behind your quarterback and you push him into the end zone because, which is legal. Yeah. Uh, they talked a little bit about clock management at the end. I do think Harbaugh should have used his timeouts on that. Uh, when it was like the three minute mark before that first down and kept, yeah. I think that would have given him a little bit more time. Uh, we can go to the end and this is, you know, it's getting a little sour grapes because it felt like, you know, there wasn't really time left towards the end of it, but was that targeting towards the end? It felt like the last play was targeting, even though we yes. had just seen that in like that KU bowl game we watched. It's like how many fucking games can end on this targeting stuff, but yeah, it is. And I mean, that would have given, you know, one more play. Yeah. I mean, it it's it, targeting has to be, Targeting has to be like called consistently first and foremost, but also it has to be looked at without any regard for situation or time. It's yeah. a matter of safety. It's a matter of, and and I get it. Like, I don't think even if they called, we, we get one more play. I mean, fucking the whole reason why we're in that position is because we botched the, the, the snap between the quarterback and the center on the, like it was a weird exchange. It was just a whole fucking mess. So I'm not saying like, Oh, they call that and we get, a fucking, you know, we get another opportunity, but I, the probability of us converting a touchdown is pretty fucking low. So I'm not saying it from that perspective. I'm saying it's like, just if it's unsafe and you're leading with the crown of your helmet and you're hitting a defenseless player, like Loveland was like, you're going to hurt somebody. We've, we saw a couple, we saw a couple guys in the USC Tulane game come together. It wasn't targeting. It was a violent hit. But both of them got really dinged up in that game. We saw Marvin Harrison in the Georgia game, which also I don't believe was targeting. But those two guys got got dinged up too. You talk about the Arkansas KU game, like there's a lot of violent action that happens in this game. So if you can call that targeting consistently, you're going to make some of those defenders who are launching themselves into a a player think twice a little bit about it. Because especially a TCU guy who's like, I'm – if I get called for targeting in this, I, I don't play this the first half of that championship game. Like I'm out. And that's like potentially a, a defensive starter. You know what I mean? I didn't look back to see who it was, but 
I'm, I'm, you're on the field playing in the last snap of the game. So you're obviously important to, to, to TCU's defense. You hurt your team in the championship if you're going to win. Yeah. So I, this Brutal. leads into the bigger point that I want to talk about. Uh, let's go to Mastradamus right now. Future Jim Harbaugh. All right. It's that time uh. of year. I'm I'm over it, B. I'm fucking I'm sick of this bullshit. I bet you are. It's just like someone like hitting on your wife all the time. So what are we doing here? Yeah, like just my wife's fucking mind, hot. Mind your business. Move yeah, on. Exactly. It, talk for. Uh, here's the thing to me. I'm gonna say my piece because you obviously Please. a little bit more following a little bit more used to it. To me, it's harder to win a college national championship than it is an NFL Super Bowl. And it's also winning a college national championship is more, it's less about like free agent stuff. It's like really like building a program. Like it seems like a lot more. So why, when you build all this up, it just seems like a, like a really inopportune time and completely against all the momentum that Jim Harbaugh was trying to do with Michigan. It seems like he's so close to the finish line and it's heading the right way. Like why would he bail now? It seems like you'd be leaving on something that it put in all this work without like getting the championship, like the seeing like the getting, culmination like, of it. Yeah. Getting the final, like the, the juice out of the, the fruit, you know, it's just like, he's worked so like picking it, got it all together. And it's just like, and he's almost so close there. And now I'm going to go coach the fucking Panthers. Like I just, the move doesn't make any sense to me. Right. Yeah. And I, I mean, everyone is, I, I get, I, I mean, I get the pressure too. I get like, it's yeah. insane. Like he doesn't, He's got to be at Ohio State. He's got to fucking hear about that all fucking year. And on paper, just hear me out, Ohio, you fill out the rest. On paper, has constantly had a better team than Michigan has. On mm -hmm. paper. Like every yeah. year, like constantly mm -hmm. got to go up against that. So, you know, it's not like in the NFL, like it's like he's not going to get shit for not beating, you know, the Buccaneers at home. Like he's not going to, and not the whole season isn't going to be defined by that like Buccaneers game where it has like the pressure of this. It just seems like he's really close and i don't know like what the recruitment scouting report is on where he's going to be next year but you know i mean i i'd have to think they're they're top four again next year it seems like you know alabama might be losing like a little bit of their stranglehold of what they had you know, I, I think this georgia team isn't quite as strong as last year's georgia team so it seems right. like the path would be a little bit cj stroud's going to be leaving the nfl like it would be like it seems like they'd even be one step closer next year so like why leave now or do you yeah. think this is just like a lot of smoke and they got to get headlines this time of year because NFL jobs, coaching are going to have vacancies? Uh, I'm I'm really hoping for that latter part of it. I'm really hoping it is that because it's like, well, who are the big names in college? Well, Harbaugh is, you know, synonymous with the NFL and college football, and Michigan's playing well. You know what I mean? If this is if this was the 2020 season where Michigan was two and six. And, you know, and everyone thought we ducked on Ohio because of COVID protocols. Like, was anyone talking about Harbaugh for a fucking head coaching job then? Like, he was the same exact coach as he is now, but just like no one was really kind of, you know, you know, kicking it around because Michigan wasn't playing that well. Now they're playing well. And it's like, all right, well, this is a guy that we know has NFL roots, wants to go back. It's kind of expressed that he he feels like he was so close in the Super Bowl and that one he played against where they lost 34-31 to the the Ravens. Ravens. Like he he's he's close. He was close there. But I I, I think you nailed that. It would feel like um 
like you 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 planted all these seeds and as right as the the fruit is about to be like ripe enough to 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 pluck you fucking cut out and you're never like i'm never gonna see because i'm never gonna see that batch of like like fucking avocados come i'm not i won't get to taste this guacamole is where i mean then you just have to then you must be done with college football for good like you're never going so because it's just like how could you go back and start a fucking square zero again because there's just so many like what are there like honestly 12 programs that you could go coach and honestly have a chance to compete for a national championship, like in four years, three years, four years NFL, like any team that's possible, you know, you can switch the whole flip, the whole thing in like three or four years, like college football. There is just a limited, uh, like if you go like, um, what's this, um, who's that coach, uh, who's the quarterback that just the Ravens quarterback that won the super bowl, Joe Flacco. What's, no, 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 no. The, the older one. That uh, Trent Dilfer. So Trent, Trent Dilfer, Dilfer yes. Trent Dilfer now a coach, and he's going to coach like Alabama Southern or something. He's going to co- coach that team will never compete for a national championship. It's just, right. I mean, it's just not going to happen. Like the best thing you can do is like try to get promoted. Harbaugh is so close to being there. And I, you look at the last 15 years, like it seems like there's a, there's more coaches in the NFL that you could actually make a run at a championship for a Super Bowl win that you could then cost football. So it's just like if this was important, if you wanted your name in that, you know, that limited legacy of coaches that won a national championship. If you do like college football, like you just, if you quit now, it just seems like this seems like an insane time to quit. If you enjoyed coaching college football in the specific position he's in. It would, yeah, it would damage ultimately like everything, all the stuff that he was like, all the props that I was given, I would feel like, and feel fucking sleazy. And like, oh, you're just kind of saying in the moment, because you didn't want to stick around. I get it. It's a business. It's now more business than ever. And it's not the sort of like, you know, college, you know, rah, rah, let's do it for the home team type of deal anymore. And and it's a little bit probably more professional than anyone really likes it to be. But you're still here. You're still like you've committed to these kids. These kids have committed to you. You're in the spot where you're like, I, I love your point. You're like, Georgia's maybe on the way, not down, but not as potent or powerful. Same with Ohio. You feel the rest. Alabama is losing, you know, three first rounders potentially and all their other, they're going to reload. But, you know, you if you return those guys, you've returned Blake Corum, like you're there. You're, you're one of the leaders of college football right now. You've got a good driver's seat. And then winning that, national championship is going to cement your legacy in college football. And, you know, I don't know. I, I think the other thing is, is like the frustrations with college football, with the NIL and all this stuff and with the transfer portal and recruiting and it's, it's constant, constant, constant. Like, I'm sorry, but this is what you signed up for. And you're, you're going to tell me you're not going to trade one set of frustrations for another. It's definitely like the, you know, the football field is greener on the other side type of mentality. The NFL is wrought with fucking a bunch of headaches, a bunch of frustrations. It's way more grimy and dirty. It's just, you know, there's a lot of like, you know, behind the scenes stuff that's gets that's out of your control. You think agents, you know, don't have a say in what happens in the league. It's it's a big part of it, and you just want to go and coach football. And I don't know. I I would be very disappointed. It would sink. And it, the other thing is too is is I don't know. I don't know what what Michigan would do, I, I would, I would almost think that they would do the, the 
bring in Sharon Moore, their offensive coordinator, kind of almost do what Notre Dame did when Brian Kelly left Notre Dame in the lurch and brought in Marcus Freeman. I think that that would be something that that Michigan would do versus trying to go, hey, let's go and reach out and find who's you know fucking who's still available now at this point. That's the other thing too is is if he leaves now, he fucks over Michigan big time from a recruiting standpoint. From all those kids that sign, they all can start to opt out. Um, and then it's like, well, we're late in the game to find a try and find a fucking head coach. So who are we gonna go? Who are we gonna get? It just would be it would suck. It would suck and it would seem like a very selfish move when the whole time you champion the kids and Michigan and who has it better than than us, yeah. nobody, like all that stuff. And then you're like, to your to your point, it's like, well, now I gotta go coach Sam Darnold and see if I can fucking, you know, uh, you know, or go to like the Broncos and see if I can fix fucking Russell West Wilson. Like, is that really what we want to do? Is that really better of a situation? Cause I looked yes, at all the situations. Mm-hmm. Like, there's, they all have big questions. You're going to go with the fucking Colts. Like big question mark with the owner. Yeah. They got a ton of cab space, no quarterback offensive shambles. Yeah. They got Jonathan Taylor and Michael Pittman. Great. Fucking big fucking whoop. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're going to go to, you're going to go to the Redskins or excuse me, the commanders, uh, please, with fucking Snyder, that's who you're going to go to. I actually think that would be a great football fit for him because I think like with the running game and the wide receivers, it would be very good for him. But then you got to go yeah. and be uh, like an employee of Dan Snyder and all that bullshit that comes with it. Yeah, especially, yeah, yeah, that change hands. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'll push back a little bit on the fact it's just like there ain't going to be no good time for him to leave. Like no matter what, he's going to have True. to, yeah, he has to stake him in. He can't be like, I'm going to leave after this year because then that's just like a lame lame duck year or whatever. So eventually, especially further he gets, like he can't be, you know, heading into the championship. Like, Hey, I'm leaving after this year, but, uh, Oh yeah. So master Thomas, I'm going to say that he's going to stick around. It just mm-hmm. doesn't make sense. Like it's just, it's just going well, you know, like if, if you spin his wheels or losing Ohio state, but not it's the back-to-back playoff appearances. It's what the college football landscape looks like right now. It's the momentum he has going the NIL stuff. You know, let's face it. He is a name that you'd want to play for that kids would want to go play for on the national stage. He's moving in the right direction. So I just think shit's going too well in Michigan for him to leave. He's going to stick around another year. Give me a Michigan championship in the next two years, not next year, the year after go blue. Give me a championship right there. And well, then he leaves. Down. Then he leaves. That's how you leave. Fine. Leave. I'll just be, I'll be bathing. I'll be frothing <laughs> in fucking good vibes in, in this championship. Okay. Uh, let's jump into the inbox real fast. All right, emailer of the year, Mav Season 3 franchise. I'm only on episode 230, part two. I want to put my name in the hat. Ooh, yes, Mav Season 3. We should fire that up. April? <laughs> we should. Yeah, we should. Um, yes, April right? post NCAA tourney. I like it. We get into kind of yeah. the doldrums of basketball. Yeah, we start feeling it out, getting, yeah, putting everybody together, like around like mid March when it's happening, people excited about basketball talking so we'll do that so you got you know you got a franchise bang you know you're in uh next email um none of your damn business um what is your personal worst nightmare question you would be asked on a first date from binger and stacy worst question to be asked on a first date this kind of like folds into that neapolitan showdown we have from them yeah um i think like uh, you know like how much money do you make you know what I mean? Like that's a that's a that's a tough one. That's a straightforward. I don't I don't know if I want to answer that question truthfully. Yeah, and m- m- might look a little like, what's your what's your motive here, lady? 
Yeah, I think, yeah, it's got to be something along. It's got to be something that tips their hat a little bit that I wanted to do anyway, but now I got a bad taste in my mouth. Like Mm -hmm. I felt like I'm paying for all dates. That's just, we're old school. Me and you, bro, we've established this many times on the pod. Yes, sir. As cool as they come, bro. I'm paying the first day. I'm going to take care of all of it. But if we sat down and the first question is, so you're going to pay for all this, right? I think that would, that would bum me out. Yeah. Oh, it would bum you out for sure. Cause it'd be like, uh, yeah. It'd be like, I didn't bring my wallet. Is that fine? <laughs> like, um, yeah, but you didn't yeah. need to like announce it. <laughs> yeah. I could have like, I guess it, it is. Now I'm going to start cool. judging like what you're going. Ooh. Ah. Has anyone ever, you've been on more dates recently than I have. Have you, has anyone ever like taken a to-go bag? Like ordered <laughs> something extra to go? Like that would be something fucking, I'd be like, all right, I, I'm willing to buy, I'm willing to buy any and all food and drinks here and now. Yeah. But like our, my, my good tidings do not extend to breakfast tomorrow. I find anybody that takes to go from a meal to be gross. That's just like sure. an overall note. I don't get it. We had something happen. I was spent the holidays with friend of the pod, Joe. Got into the SUV he was rented, uh, and he had breakfast leftovers just sitting in there. And the entire car didn't smell like fresh breakfast. It smelled like eggs sitting inside mm-hmm. a little styrofoam container for the last three hours because that's what it was. Oh, uh, uh, that's awful. Awful. Yeah, you could have, very, very if bad. you're gonna look as very a man bad. who likes as a man who likes leftovers. I, I'm not going to deride him for taking the leftovers. However, leftover management is a skill set. You have to understand, like, uh, we've left many uh, leftover at the restaurant just for getting it with the kids. Yes. But getting it out of the car, getting it in the fridge is paramount. Getting it quick, a quick transition. It's almost like, you know, when you're the, like, when you're the o- organ transplant guy and you've got the cooler <laughs> filled with, like, like a heart yeah. or, like, lungs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. move with that sort of efficiency. <laughs> Yeah, this is a this is the top priority thing. Everybody clear out, get exactly. the car. Like we got it. This, we got I'm just splashing my blinkers at everybody. <laughs> I remember when I, like back when I had a car, and I would take over leftovers because like a girlfriend would want to or something. Mm-hmm. I remember I put them in the trunk of my car. Like this isn't even backseat material stuff. Open up the trunk, leftovers go in the trunk. Ooh. If you're bringing it to go bag. Ooh, you got. But this is you got to have a good clean trunk back there. Well, you got dirty leftovers. Fits right in. Dirty single. <laughs> you know, you said like these things also is like take it to go bad. To, uh, having a meal on a date's pretty serious these yeah. days. I can't remember the last like date that I had that got to just like let's share a meal together because that is you yeah. kind of know each other. Like the the days of and you know this. I mean, the days of just like first date. Like, can I take you to dinner? Like, I that doesn't really exist anymore. It's got to like meet really? up for a drink first. Yeah. Just to kind of see if there's any compatibility there. Cause like if there's no compatibility and you're sitting down for a meal, that's a long fucking meal, bro. Yeah. It that's is. like, that's pack up the leftovers right now. You know what? We'll take this dinner to go. We'll take the salad to go. We'll take the appetizer to go. This whole situation's right. a to go situation. Yeah, baby. We're out. Uh, speakeasy and soccer. So FIFA announced that they weren't uh, before the world cup began, that they weren't selling Alcohol, uh, no explanation, no apologies. The fans who spent thousands on tickets and travel under the assumption that the organizers would live up to their promises. Local customs wouldn't be imposed on a global event. Would it be worth going to a Super Bowl or Final Four if it meant no booze or no gambling? Yeah, I think pull that off. Yeah. Well, it's one of those things, too. Like, the World Cup was much more of like a Olympics vibe. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's ongoing. 
You know what yeah. I'm saying? Whereas like the Super Bowl, that's a one day event. And especially yeah. If you're if it's your team too, I I uh I never understand the guys that get so hammered in the stands that it's like this you don't remember you spend a lot of money to get these tickets yeah. season tickets or whatever it's like and now you're just blackout for the whole fucking thing like i at least enjoy it i have a few beers lord knows i've had my share of a few beers and then some but when it comes time to the game like i want to be able to remember at least like recount some of it i don't want to be like that you see that browns fan who was like wobbling in the seat do you <laughs> yeah, see that guy yeah, yeah. i don't want to yeah. be that guy all the time i get it i'm gonna be honest though that patriots browns game we went to third quarter on a little fuzzy lit sure we were hitting it we were a little hitting it a little hard <laughs> i blame the environment more so than anything uh, we, we just we, we had to partake yes i know we just had to go we had to go boston we had to go boston on it. i That's did because i was uh i was marking my helmets because i wanted to put like the score because you know I, I bring the helmet from each game and i had to look yeah. up our game because i was like i oh, was a score took me a second i was like who they play? And I was so like, we put the Browns. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. I remember hollering at Sanu, and then it like I got it when I looked at that score, and I was like, "Oh, that's a surprise." Yeah, <laughs> remember that. You know score. what? I don't know who won that game. I'm thinking the, the Patriots did. I'm I think the Patriots did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, we we did partake in that. But that also that that had a little bit of vibe of like we hadn't seen each other in a while. We both yeah. flew, flew in. Like that's a little bit more of a, a unique experience. Absolutely, bro. I'm not blaming. Yeah, this. bro. Yeah. Uh, Toasty. Okay. What's your over underline on how many coaches get the axe at the end of the year, and who's your list of sure fired victims? Uh, are you got a list of NFL coaches up? Go for or it. Or at least uh, NFL teams. Yeah. Um. Oops. So getting fired. Is this count quit quitting? I mean, are we gonna like let's talk quitting? Like we have. Is McVay gonna quit? Is he just out on the Rams? Got a Super Bowl ring? Stay one year I, too long? I yeah, I think so. I think I feel like they all kind of like talk themselves back into to showing up. You know what I'm saying? Like I I don't quitting. I don't know if that counts. Okay, um, we're gonna count. We're gonna count it because we're just gonna, gonna do count coaching it? changes. Yeah, we're, we're I think I think does Ron Rivera get the axe in Washington? I think after like kind of like there's a couple bad moments on Ron Rivera. I, yeah, I think he's like closer. the throwing his quarterback under the bus. He did that yeah. earlier. Uh, confused about if they're going to make the playoffs. I don't know. Is this more of like an an ownership, like an ownership change thing? I mean, are we going to see ownership change with the commanders? Yeah, I mean, if they do, I think if Snyder sells, which I don't know who's who's in the front runner for that. If there is anybody vying for that, then you would think they they're just clearing house on everybody. Yeah, clean house. Yeah, especially yeah, because I mean, there's like. Heineke's not the future. Like they're just they're yeah they're blowing it all up. Yeah, uh, yeah I'll say Ron Rivera. So definitely like is Kringle Kringle Hopper out? I think so. I gotta think so. Right. This team is yeah. dysfunctional. They've yeah, been they bad. Pot- yeah, it seems they got to commit to some side of it. Like it's not. It's just not working out. So they got to yeah. choose, and they're probably the, going to choose the quarterback. the guy that they gave two hundred thirty some odd million dollars to. <laughs> probably, probably. Does Lovey Lovey Smith? He was kind of like a transitionary coach and for the Texans, I think he gets the ax. I think I, I just, I mean, you one don't feel like that. Well, uh, yeah, I guess the Texans are two and 13. Two I was and like, 13. you know, I think that it kind of still feels like the Texans like overperformed a little bit. Maybe they're just close in a couple games. Like they were close in like that Dallas game. Close in that yeah. chiefs game. Chiefs game. Yeah. Um, We know hack had already got the boot. So let's say, 
Denver happened, the Ram or the Panthers happened, McVeigh, Riviera. So we're, we're looking at five right now, potentially. Does Dennis Allen in New Orleans get fired? I don't know. Unless Peyton wants the job. It comes back. Yeah. That'll be interesting. Uh, yeah. Cause I, th- I think Peyton could move the needle on a few people that were, you know, coin flips. Speaking of another Harbaugh, what about John Harbaugh? Does he survive this? There's a lot of calls for his head. It's he's been there for seemingly too long. The whole thing with Lamar, the offense has not been great. Does he do like, I, I I've heard a lot of things that they're going to throw Greg Roman, the offensive coordinator under the bus, but I've heard some rumblings that they're ready to move on. Some people are ready to move on from John Harbaugh. Yeah. The, so it's like, it's that thing we talk about, like, it's almost like it's, it's a step up from Kirk cousins, right? Like it's this purgatory, but it's just kind of like this, like elite status purgatory. It's like VIP purgatory. Like, I mean, they're yes. still going to finish like 11 and six, you know, or like 10 and seven. And it's still like, they're, they're constantly, problems. they're in the hunt to win the division each year. You know, I mean, they were the favorite to win the Super Bowl like three years ago, but yeah, you're right. I, I could see like something a little bit stagnant there, but it's almost, I don't know. Like, have they, it seems like they haven't really had one year that where it's just like all their ducks have been in a row, you know, like their quarterback isn't even signed to like the long-term deal, like get that locked in, get, yeah, you know, it kind of seems like Baltimore is just not really pot committed on anything. Like they always have like the, the running back injury issue. So I don't know. It, it seems like it would be change for change sake. Cause I still don't feel like yeah. this team has run to the end of this row, but it's just, it's shitty. How about this? I propose this. Let's just Let's swap go. two Harbaugh's. We'll give you Jim. We'll give us John. We'll just hang you're out for you, a little bit. You take that? No, I wouldn't. But you know, <laughs> at least the name, we trick about half our elderly fan base for at least six games. <laughs> yeah, we're all good. We're all good. Like some of those college kids coming in, it's just like, yeah, hardball's coach, and it's just like you're not following the league that close. Yeah, are you? exactly, exactly. Uh, so yeah, so it sounds like we have the two already out, and then three more on top of that. Yeah, I would say right? that because I, I think Riviera is probably the the highest, you know, like a highest one. He's been there a while. I always look at like the coaches that have been there for a little bit too. Like that's right for some, let's somebody, someone needs to change We're we can't either we're, we're the Texans or we're the bills, but being in between is, is VIP purgatory of being perpetually seven and eight. Yeah. Uh, so who Sean Payton probably is the name that top of the list coming back to the league besides Harbaugh that we've already covered. Where does Peyton have his eye on? Where would he want to go? I mean, it, it's bit, people say the right. Saints thing. I don't have we talked about this? I don't get the Saints thing. Who's the quarterback there? Why would you want to go back to the Saints? Yeah, you're talking to Andy Dalton or uh the tight end slash running back slash quarterback Taysom Hill, Jason Jameis Winston. Like, I what Taysom are we doing? Hill, there he is. I mean, you you talked a big Taysom Hill game when you left. I'm still there for you. He's still ready. There. Yeah, look. <laughs> Exactly. So I don't, I don't understand. It would make no sense. I don't know if it's like, did he need, like, was he being punished to get sent for timeout? I understand why he would leave and then come back to the exact same thing. I, I, you know, it it doesn't make sense for Sean Payton, especially with all the history there in New Orleans. Like, um, I, I would, I would look to see if he could pick his spot in, you know, I don't know. Uh, Indianapolis just feel like they just feel like I don't. I don't feel like that. There's like a. I know everyone's talking about Carolina, and they've kind of exceeded expectations. You know, Tepper, the Dave Tepper, the owner, likes to spend a little bit of money. He's like a billionaire. Obviously, if you're on a franchise, you're a billionaire. 
drink everybody that was dumb but like <laughs> but they don't have like such a great cap they got you know they can get rid of a few players but they only have like a million dollars in cap space this team is like young but still has a lot of holes and quarterback is the biggest one so unless fucking sean payton thinks he can do his little qb whisperer thing with darnold as a little stopgap before they find somebody like i don't know i just don't know like who's the who's the guy that you're going to be able to get for and fill in go to care why don't you go to carolina yeah. And why don't you get Derek Carr as stopgap? It's not a bad, not a bad thing. The new horizon, I think he could do some nasty things with Derek Carr too in that offense. That would be a fun yeah. offense to watch. I think it'd be fun. Defense is there. That'd be interesting. I mean, there. I think that would be unless is this Ram Rams project with Baker Mayfield interesting. McVeigh goes to the booth, right? Yes. Young and a little burnt out on football. Literally switch spots. Like, like, like Peyton's like, I kept the seat warm for you. And yeah. Faye's like, perfect. I kept it warm for you. Perfect. Yeah. 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 No, there's like, is this, is this roster devoid of talent? Yeah. That's like, a problem. Is, Cause I mean, you're definitely, yeah. Rams is just like, I mean, you're, you are pot committed with that roster for a beat. So, yeah. cause is if, if, because on that front, if McVeigh goes, does Aaron Aaron Donald retires? He wanted to retire last year, so yeah. does he retire? He's done. He's one thousand percent retiring. Yeah. The only yeah. reason they came back is they thought they could make another run, and they weren't even close. <laughs> yeah. yeah he's not exactly. Back. He's not going back yeah. again. Yeah. I mean, so that's the thing is, so I'd really, I'd really want to get a good accounting of like where that Rams are, because you know Peyton's like he's sitting there, he could pick his spot. So, but. Nothing's clean. I'm really just when I keep saying Sean Payton, I'm really just I'm whispering this into the ether for Harbaugh. It's like what? Yeah. What's the clean landing spot? It's a disaster. Disaster. It's, it's all. It's all. Not for so long. Scary. Not for long. That's what it stands for. NFL. Jerry Glanville said it just fine. He nailed Harbaugh. it. Nailed it. Uh, what's the worst coaching position to walk into? Arizona. Arizona or Denver? Yeah, I would say. I would say Arizona. Probably. Because yeah. Well, I know Denver's a tougher division. Denver's a much tougher di- division. But I think, like, you have, if you're in Arizona, you've got to fight four teams your own team and then the other three in your division. <laughs> yeah. True. yeah there's, there, each week you're going against four teams. The division is Arizona. Yeah. Just like, yeah. oh, shit, I got to me versus the Cardinals again today. Right. Another exactly. Wednesday. A practice, fucking me versus Kyler. Did you study your playbook? God damn it. <laughs> To Shay. Um, all right, keep the emails coming in. It may be sportspodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for those gems. All right, Neapolitan Showdown, bring us to the jam. So let's leave it alone. Cause we can't see eye to eye. There ain't no good guy. There ain't no bad guy. There's only you and me, and we just disagree. Nia Showdown, brother, worst haircuts. I'm talking mm. ours. That's right, baby. Talking some dues. You know me, I like to switch up the look. You do. And I didn't just start this. I know. You go in there and you're like, give me the Paul every fifth Monday and they hook you up with it. But I'm yeah. sure it wasn't always like that. It wasn't. No, I had some bad haircuts. I had some experimentation along the way. 
This didn't make it on the list because I actually like the look, but I know people would give me shit if I showed you right now. Junior in high school, I did the bleach on just the top part of the hair. And then I still had like the brown hair on the side. So it was like, you know, it was like for the short haircut that I have just like a regular short okay. haircut, but then it was bleached on top, like kind of that bleach blonde with the dark. I thought that would make my list, but I really thought about it, pulled up a picture and I was just like, still plays. Like it. Yeah. <laughs> it was also Alma, Kansas. It was like a small town, so I was getting like so much shit from just like all the parents. And it's just like I didn't grow up in that town. It's like this kind of town where it's just like the parents did not have any qualms about giving kids shit to their face. And I got so much shit, but I was just like, I'm too cool for this town. Got bigger dreams, bigger aspirations. Like Eat my it. dust, Alma, Kansas. My hair rules. So that yeah, did not just, make the list. Did not Is there any the haircuts you almost put on, but you're just like, hmm? No, I'm still saying you know, that's the thing is I don't really have too many. Oh, I, you know what I did. I, you know what? I take that back. There is one it's on. I can, I couldn't find a way to get it off Facebook. Someone tagged me in Facebook a while ago and I, it's always stood out to me because it was in college and I just like my hair, when it gets long, it doesn't really like, it's not like a flowing, like you've got great hair piece. So your hair is just like long and got, got some thick. You can, you can do different stuff with it. Mine just kind of goes like out and then starts to like fall a little bit. So I've got mm-hmm. this kind of like, kind of curly fro ish kind of wavy, just like a just carrot top thing. Little bit. Kind of like out. Great, okay. great, great analogy. Uh, carrot top without the props that's me sure <laughs> yes. and and that was kind of the vibe and it was like it's just it's like you can't do anything you can't get it wet because then it just look, looks like you know it's not great so it was not my most favorite look um mm. but you know you, you're in college you let your hair grow you're you think you're you know rallying against the machine right you know rebel, rebel. right three spot number three age of eight my brother had a matching one Thought we were cool, went in yeah. together because we were that pot committed to bros. Both rocking the rat tail. <laughs> the rat tail was and... a little predate me. Weedaws had the rat yeah. tail. Rocked hmm. a rat tail. Yeah. I think it had its moment. I think the moment might have been 48 hours, but I think there was a tight window where, I don't know, it didn't seem as homeless as it appears to me today. Like it was really just... Parents thought it was okay, and it was just like long hair just coming right off the bat, kind of spinning around. It was called a rat tail, for crying out loud. Yeah. Rock that, and... It's insane to me. Well, now you see kids rocking mullets. Like, have you seen this trend Mm -hmm. where, like, in that... It's, again, it's the same thing. Like, eight-year-old would just swagged out mullets, like... Yeah, I think it started 10 years ago with, like, kids... Yeah, kids with, like, the mohawks, like, 10 years ago, and now it's just, like, really little... Little tiny peacockers just walking around peacocking with their hair. Respect. Not a big fan of that. I'm really not yeah. a big fan of you just like because you're making that choice for your kid. Yeah, your just, kid's not a chia pet. Like just like get it. Great point. Get it That's Brandon's <laughs> parenting book. Your kid's not a chia pet. <laughs> um, Chapter six. My uh my number three. This was a little on the the hairstylist. My my barber Mel was his name. Oh. I used to go to this guy a lot all the time old russian <laughs> russian russian guy this was your last trip to him whatever the, happened in this story was yeah, this yeah, yeah exactly wrap up mel so this was um uh the, this is the first time that i my mom let me go and just like she dropped me off at the haircut place to get a haircut and tell mel 
what was up. Actually, oh shit, Mel wasn't there. This is why this happened. Mm. So she let me go in there and I would just like, it was just like walk in, like, you know, next person up, you know, sit in the seat or whatever. But I always be like, no, I'm, I'm sitting, waiting for Mel. Mel was gone. And so I walked in there and I didn't know what to do. And I had this old guy. So I was like, my mom, my mom had given me the instructions short on the side, short on the top part here, basically the haircut I have today. Mm-hmm. And then she told me like sideburns straight. But what I said is sideburns straight back. I meant like, you know, straight, like back to my ear. But what the guy misinterpreted was, is that I wanted lines in my head. Oh, dear. So he fucking proceeds to take my, my sideburns all the way up to here and then carve a nice line, like a fucking level off of the top of my ear in the back of my hair. Yeah. I was just like, and I could hear it. You know, when you get to haircut and you're like, wait a second, this doesn't doesn't feel the rhythm of what our normal haircuts are. Yep. 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 And I just remember him pulling out the fucking mirror and like showing me and balancing around. And I was like, I could not get the right angle to be like, is this fucking right? Did he do this? Like, and then I remember, I'll never forget. I came out, my mom like looked at me and she was like, the f-? she was just like <laughs> flabbergasted. She's like, what happened? I was like, I don't know. I told him straight back. And he, she's like, you told him straight back. I was like, yeah, I told him straight back. And it was like close to, I think it was like picture day. Ah, oh, it was awful. It was sixth or seventh grade. It was awful. Uh, straight, back. Hair. straight back. Uh, all right. I'm going to say that my rat tail was done in Topeka, Kansas, so it cost around 75 cents for the haircut. I'm going to put your haircut in Michigan at around $9. Yep. Your head, $9.75. All right, haircut number two. All right. I remember this very clearly. My grandpa had one in a picture. He's very excited. Uh, it was third grade. It was the middle of third grade. So this is bold. Bold to switch up a haircut mid-school bold. year because you're really – it's going to be all the talk whether it be positive or negative, you're definitely <laughs> bringing in a little live show and tell on top of your head. I went for the flat top middle of third grade. Whoa. Yeah. There are not flat pictures top. of this. Yeah. This is Korean war veteran Brandana in the third grade. <laughs> the flat top. I knew there wasn't something, something wasn't right about it. Looking in the mirror. <laughs> it just looked like, I don't know, a tiny little third grader like trying to do an impression of like a war veteran or something. Like, I don't, it just, it wasn't working. And it's just, I remember standing outside the door in third grade right before I walked in. And I was just like, here we fucking go. <laughs> just Everyone's going to see this. We're going to talk. I don't know my opinion about it, but I mean, we're about to really start chatting about this flat top. Uh, and we sure did chat about that flat top. And the feedback was, specific and not great (laughs) and you know what it's hard to get out of a fucking flat top it is i mean that's harder than a tight sweater like you just can't really it is it is committed it is there you can't really uh, isn't really angles you can do to it it's it's its own thing it's its own animal who it was this your idea or your grandpa's idea uh i think it was like you know how i think my grandpa planted the seed and i was like yeah Let's yeah, do this. He's like, he's like, you know what? I really hate hippies. <laughs> you're like, yeah, grandpa, me too. <laughs> Fuck hippies. Give me that flat top. <laughs> Grab me a hams, grandma. Fat yeah. hard day. <laughs> <laughs> That's really funny. Um, so mine, uh, my number two spot. Uh <laughs> god damn, that's really funny. My number two spot is um 
inspired by our intro uh, or off pod intro music, a little slim shady, little chicka 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 chicka. Sophomore year in college, 1999. Hair was growing in. And I just decided, you know what, well, let's fucking let's be let's be against the grain. I'm the real Slim Shady. Please stand up. Yeah. Let's yeah. Pl- let's let's fucking fire up the bleach, the bleach Absolutely. blonde. Thousand just percent. rocking it. Oh thousand percent. Gotta do it. And I that and I and obviously like it lasts forever. I remember because then I would just have to like grow it out. Mm-hmm. I didn't like dye it un, un can you you can't undye stuff. You just have to dye it a different color, right? You can't yeah, you can't wash it. Yeah. So anyway, so I just had to like I remember there were two girls in our dorm sophomore year that were just really geeked out about doing it. They were like a little too eager beaver to do it. And I kinda, you know, you're searching for our identity in college. You're like, Yeah, let's do this. I, I'm not afraid of bleaching my hair. Who cares? I just remember again, much like walking to class, like this is gonna be a Topic of conversation in the halls of the dorm and class, <laughs> yes. going out to parties is gonna yes. be it. Yes, I yeah. am. I get it's you gotta be ready to talk about it. Like you're yep. doing that hair, like uh, it's gonna come up. Yeah, like, gotta be ready to chat about it. You're you're hoping uh, girls surprised. like it. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I mean it's there, like because you do it in the instant, you're just like, I got two girls' attention, like they want to great, let's do this. Like it's yeah. worth it for this moment. Yeah, it has long-term effects as they scamper off. I'm surprised, like in because where you go to college, you were college in Michigan, right? Central Michigan. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. There were a fucking army of just like twelve oh, I'm sure white guys. Probably, yeah, <laughs> just for like sure. Buzz, I yes, hair. I was like, I was, I was an I extra just, in the video. I yeah, was 100. I thought it'd be more out of place if you didn't have bleach hair. <laughs> like I just thought, fucking all you guys had it. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. Yeah, it was dreads. Dreads were big. I never did the dread route. Dreads were big. Um, the like you know, spiky, like front shaved on the side. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, absolutely. Uh, all right. We're going to go by age of what talked us into it. I had a <laughs> 68 year old man talk me into my haircut. You had two 22 year old girls that adds up to 44. So that gives me 22 points. Nice. 24 points. Uh, all right. Number one spot. This is more about the duration than I had it. Uh, I didn't hate the cut, but by the time it was kind of just like, like weren't something too long, like something like way out of fashion, like still, you know, rocking like bell bottoms, like mid eighties. It was just like, I didn't get the memo. Uh, I liked what I had and when I switch it up too much again, finding our identity in high school, I was just like, all right, this is kind of who I am. Like, I just can't get like a normal haircut. I rocked this haircut. Uh, I looked into the math from sixth grade until I was a sophomore in high school. So okay. that was, Five years or no, four years, four. Yeah. Four. If you count. Yeah. If you count the year, Uh, I did bowl cut, very committed to the bowl cut for a very long time. That's a long time to have the same haircut. Yeah. Did you actually have the bowl to cut it? Did you, did did mom or no, they didn't do the relative thing. Like it wasn't bad. I didn't like in sixth grade. It was fine. Like I think a lot of kids had like the, like the soccer players, like they had the, the bowl cut, but it was like, they had the undershave, you know? So it kind of like flop around. Like there, I mean, I just had like in the straight bowl, but it was like, I would always go, knew exactly what I wanted. Tons. I, had, I remember guys kind of had like the bowl that came out and then kind of like stepped down to get like that tighter fade on there. So kind of like had a little bit of like an angle to it. You know what I'm saying? Oh like, yeah. Like bet, like beveled in a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Kind of like mm-hmm. etched in. It wasn't like, it wasn't straight to it. And oh yeah, 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 yeah. You know, yeah. they kind of like faded it in. Yeah. Mine wasn't insane. Like it wasn't like. You know, those guys that have like 
huge. It's not like the Dumb and Dumber one, like just huge and floppy on top, and then just like a dramatic. Like it didn't look like a fucking mushroom. I'm just saying, like right, I had right. it for like, like a really, uh, like yeah, too long, too long at the party. Exactly right. You just turned forty. You had it for exactly ten percent of your life. Ten percent of life, rocking that thing. Yeah, it's yeah. just like it was kind of you know, it felt like a like a little hit. Like, it felt like a middle school haircut that I had like in high school. It was just kind of like, you know, yeah. To be fair. Same thing for the Slim Shady haircut. Like, probably like every kid from six in Alma, Kansas, from like six to 10th grade, like that was pretty standard issue bowl cut, right? I mean, that was it. Like, yeah. parted down the center on the side. Yeah. Bowl. Yeah. I would say, yeah, it would be, yeah, it was, it was the popular cut. But as yeah. you know, you got to high school, like kids just kind of getting like regular, like short men's haircuts. And I was still, I just pocketed that bowl. The bowl cut, baby. The bowl cut, baby. The bowl. Well, you want to talk about pot committed? It'd be I my do. number one. It's yeah, one and only time that I ever had it. Mm-hmm. Again, sophomore year. Again, same two girls. This haircut preceded the Slim Shady. Is haircut. this the same two girls? Same two girls. Bad influences wow. on me. By the way, <laughs> nothing ever happened with those two girls. I was their fucking. Guess who was their chia pet? I was. Yeah. Bicked hair, clean shaven. Oh, totally gonzo. Whoa. Not any sort of like, you know, ulterior motive. Just wanted to feel what it would be like to shave my head. Did it. And then I was like, oh my God, this is really shaved. It felt awesome. I will tell you this touching your really? head. Yes. Feels amazing. Putting your head out with a freshly shaven head on a pillow. It, you've never felt anything cooler in your life. Is, is your head cold as fuck? Like we walk out, yeah. like you legit got to put a cap on. Yep. Oh yeah, for sure. It's it's cold, but like going to bed was awesome. Not the greatest look, personally, for me. Yeah, it's got a little. I mean, it's got. It's a got little, a connotation. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Is that what little, you're in college. Little, hit, little, little Hitler youth from... vibe to it. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, a little American sure. history X. Am I Edward Furlong? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Is everything you want to say like your haircut saying something like different between like, hey, I listen to Eminem, and it's just like, yeah. I have I have some reading material I like to share with you. Yeah, it's just... <laughs> <laughs> right, right, exactly. Would you like to join our organization okay. later tonight? Um, yes, it was a poor choice. Definitely, I was like. Dealing with sophomore year was a rough year college wise. I was just, you know, trying to find myself a little bit and uh, was just trying different things and shaved it. It felt awesome. It didn't. The, the funny thing is, is like it's literally it was like two weeks and it was it was basically like an aggressive buzz cut. You know what I yeah. mean? So yep, yep, it yep. wasn't so bad. But boy, you want to talk about a conversation starter or maybe like clear out some spaces you know people don't want to sit next to you at class you're like ooh, it's not the desired effect i was going for are you afraid of getting bald when you get older yes like losing all hair well this uh, this is what i say like it feels like if you just like did this in middle school like it's, it's almost like you can be worst case scenario i did like the way my head felt so yes. i can be bald like i can go back to being bald you're just like i've experienced before like i'll handle it yeah, my one my one buddy that I worked with, Anthony, was the bald kid in high school. Like, totally bald, sixteen years old. Oh, like legit lost his hair. Legit lost his yeah. hair. You know what I mean? But like, yeah. could balance it out by having like a beard. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. if I if I could have grown a beard, it would have looked a little bit like a cooler. But I couldn't grow a beard. It, like it was very like patchy mm-hmm. at that time. So it was just like. Didn't have the style to balance out the shaved head. Yeah, <laughs> I thought it was going to be like Michael Jordan. 
It fucking yeah. did not come out that way. At oh, but all. you had a decent, you had a decent shaped head though, right? You didn't have. Like I any... felt like I did. Yeah, yeah. I felt like it was pretty good. You know what nice. I mean? Girls definitely like to touch it. That is for sure. Didn't like There's to touch girls. too much. Had influence. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, let's give the victory to them. Uh, I'm going <laughs> right. to. You went more bold with your styles, bro. I got to give the victory to you. Thank you, sir. You did it. Yeah, we were talking Appreciate about worst you. haircuts. You really, really ran the game on some stuff. But again, man, don't snooze on that flat top. Oh, man, if we did something where you'd have to get a haircut, I'd give you a flat top. Really just... What a fuck. <laughs> flat top. That's saying something. Anymore? All right, guys. Thanks for listening. It may be Sports Podcast episode 248. It's your first podcast of 2023. Hope you guys have a great 2023. We're going to be here yeah. for you once a week, all year long. Oh yeah. MVPs of the week. I'm going to throw mine to the Madigans. They hosted me for New Year's. Went back nice. with them in Kansas. Let me stay. Uh, the room set me up. Very good hang. Thank those guys. What do you got, bro? Uh, I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going to go with my kids. They, they were great. They've been on winter break here. Kamish at, uh, uh commission 2.0 holy shit i blew their yeah. nicknames there that was a little aggressive Commission. <laughs> you know who they are uh, yeah, yeah you know who you are <laughs> yeah the kids yeah, yeah, yeah the kids yeah they were great they've been great holidays new year's all that good stuff and uh you know so it was a great it was a great start to the 2023 and uh you know here's to a good year with with those little beautiful gems awesome well you're looking good brother this is gonna be Thanks, a good brother. year it's gonna be a great year air. sir it it's is electric i can feel electric. it electric Thanks for listening. I am Brandon. I want you to sign yourself off. Most awesome. Audience, before you turn on this podcast, make sure you get your ears lowered a little bit. The tune of Hot Podcast. Runway, style, fame, she likes fashion.